Hello everyone, welcome to Tavern Talks on the High Eats Network. I am Dean, and I'm joined today by my good friend James. Hey guys. That's such an intense campaign to be going on for four years as well. So yeah. like, I mean, I'm sure there's people that go on 20 years, but like, yeah. that's a lot, isn't it? One of the things that I did with it though is, is it's, it's, it's not intense because one of the things I realised really early on was that I, and the reason it's taken so long is we don't play long sessions. We probably only play, we'll play, we, when we were, we classic, we'd always play, we play every week. Yeah. We'd probably only play two, three hours. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a full Saturday of, a, of yeah, going yeah, out yeah. or whatever, like one week, some people do one weekend a month. And right. They just do the whole weekend. Mm, we mm. would do like once a week, usually, we'd, we'd do, we'd, we would do most weeks and we would do a, like a two to three hour stint even evening, yeah. usually over Skype nowadays. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah And that yeah. was how we did it. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I realised really early, really early on was I was so focused on getting the party moved through the story that the campaign didn't take forever and they could level up their characters and mm. all this stuff. Mm. And I realised that nobody gave a shit <laughs> because we were having fun at the table <laughs> yeah. and it didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. And what I, I, mattered was... Just letting the story take as long as it takes. Yeah. If we want to spend two hours RPing in the tavern, dicking about, yeah, yeah. that's what we've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. I think like, that's that's something which n- new DMs struggle with yeah. because they've written something, or maybe it's a module, and they think like, well, if the, if we aren't turning pages in this module, yeah. we're not playing Pressing. the game properly. Game. It's something. It's yeah. like. Well, are you having fun at the table? Are you literally yeah. turning up and? Just dicking around with your mates for a bit. Yeah. yeah then you then you're playing the game, you're playing right? The game, that's how you play the game. Yeah. And that was what, that, well, that's what made me realise it was because I I had exactly that in my head. I was like, oh god, you've got to, you know, we're supposed to level up every four or six weeks or whatever that is. So that's like nothing's happened in the story. I'm not moving the story yeah. fast. So I started trying to rush things forward. Come on, guys, we're gonna get going. And it was just stressful and no one and it was annoying. Yeah. You know. And then I realised that, like, for instance, for instance, like we there was a there was a whole session we played, probably two to three. It was probably three hours. It was such a good one. And all the party did is they were in they were in Lindenstone, and by this point they they were in this this house that they'd been given in the town. Um, and they and all that happened was we just spent a whole session RPing around. There was a drought prisoner that they had that they were trying to kind of bring on side mm. and actually one of the players characters had had feelings for her so that was tra- figuring that out and it mostly ended up where the ranger was like i want to use disguise self to look like her look like him and then sneak into her bedroom and like leave flowers or something he wanted to do something nice but he just fucked the rolls <laughs> so she sees him sneaking into her bedroom in the middle of the night and she obviously jumps him he, has to, he, he bugs out and runs. <laughs> the other players, that, the other the character of that player, we can't remember, we, we rolled it and he was, he was like, I think you're down the pub. And then we, we did the classic roll, how long you're down the pub. Mm. He was still down the pub. So basically what <laughs> happened was, we, and then, so we, we, we see this, we see this thing and so that the, the character, the, play, the, the, the PC disguised as the other PC runs into the hall. She runs out screaming bloody murder. Um, and the the paladin and the wizard who are both at home also come out, um, and they pass rolls and figure out that it's not. They don't think it's him, but they can't figure out what's going on. Mm. And it just turned into this RP, really RP heavy 
um, session just going back and forth between the players. I hardly did anything. It was me figuring out... All I really did was figure out how to mediate the discussions. Because mm. they didn't fight. They didn't, there, no. was, there was no PvP. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I don't really like PvP in d and um, I think um, there's, oh, there's more interesting ways to solve it out mm-hmm. to figure it out. Yeah. You know, and by having those... those doing it in, in, in RP and doing it as skill challenges can really lend itself to that, you know, because mm. he, w- he was trying to run for it and the other two were trying to grab him, right? But he, but he manages to escape. Yeah. That, yeah, was, yeah. that was the RP we had because they weren't trying to kill the guy because yeah. they were like, it's not actually a threat. Yeah. What's going on here? And obviously, um, they figured out it wasn't the character because the character was a gnome and he was disguised as... The, the, character, the character who was an, was an orc he was disguising himself as a gnome. So there was a huge height disparity. So that, you know, he was already a much taller version of the, of the character anyway. Nice. And then the, the, the extra two feet of height, someone put their hand through it and figured out that yeah. really isn't him. You know? So, so like story-wise, you don't move on that far. Or no. like, I guess like, you know, milestone if you had to be arbitrary about it. And, you know, nothing, nothing actually has happened in that session. But if you put it down to like, well, are people just experiencing the game and having fun and, and I realise what I realise learning is about that, themselves and their characters that's yeah. it that's it that's it yeah. that's it and that's the main thing yeah. it's the main thing and I realise that it's not about the story you're trying to tell yeah. I don't know how this campaign will end <laughs> I haven't planned it yeah right? all yeah. I know all I do is I will I will scan ahead through the book of the, of the module and be like hmm, that's an interesting point how could that play in mm. to the story that I've we've, that we've told together so far mm. Um, so I'm not probably going to do anything in the, in the latter part of the book. I'm taking elements and thinking, okay, how could that play to this? Play well, I've, to got this? A, I've got something to ask you. Yeah. Um, it's based on an opinion. Uh-huh. So this comes from uh, another podcast, actually, called 20 Sides. Um, shout out to 20 Sides. Uh, I do like your podcast. It's very high production value. Nice. Yeah, these guys are musicians. Um, and so, like, yeah, they've got a lot of equipment. Uh, and it shows so kudos to you guys um, they posted on Instagram the other day uh, an opinion I want to hear, hear uh-huh. your thoughts on it it said um, if as a player you aren't following the breadcrumbs laid by the DM um, you're being a bad player I mean uh, that's not word for word by the yeah, way yeah but, yeah but yeah. that's the gist of it yeah a little bit of yes a little bit of no like the D and D is always a collaborative story. Yeah, you know, like if you are being deliberately obtuse and deliberately not following said breadcrumbs, and you're trying to disrupt the story, being mm-hmm. disruptive is very different mm-hmm. from not following the breadcrumbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, for example, the breadcrumbs are there, it's kind of like what I was just talking about. If you've got breadcrumbs to follow, but you're Actually, right now I don't want to follow those breadcrumbs. Mm. Actually, there's something going on right now that I'd like to explore, or I don't really want to follow the main story. Yeah, I know we need to go speak to the to the to the, to the mayor of this town, mm. but actually, right now I kind of want to go shopping and get a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's not not following the breadcrumbs. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, like if you if you're if you as a player have got a, a reason to want to explore the world in a different way. Great. Yeah, it's it's valid for the DMC. I'm really sorry, but I 
just haven't got anything prepped for that. Mm. Can we do that next week? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's so, fine. Yeah. It, it leads on to a point that we'll talk about next, which is, like, the nature of improv and, like, what you do with that. But essentially, that's what I said to the mm. discussion. I, I made that point. Well, it's a little bit yes and it's a little bit no because mm. we can go all the way onto one end of that opinion and say that... Um, Yes, you are being a bad player for not picking up on hints or playing into the what the DM has prepped. But yeah. on the other end of the spectrum, as a DM, you're not telling a story. You're not just you you're know not reading a book. Why don't you write a novel and then just gather your players who would no longer be players, they'd be an audience, every week and just say, Okay, chapter one. Here's blah 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 blah. Because otherwise, you are taking away their choice. They're taking you're taking away, yeah. you know, that what they want to do and all of that. So it's got to be a middle ground. I understand why they would post a thing like that. It's to generate discussion like this. Um, but that's the point. You've always got a little bit of give and a little bit of take with your players. I think you made a great point a minute ago when you basically said, "Oh, I've got a campaign. It's been going on for fucking years. No idea how it's going to end." Yeah, if it, if you don't know. I did mine a little bit different. I kind of knew how it was going to end. But with you, but I, had, yeah. I had three or four potential bad guys. And I basically put it in the realms of the players who they're going to take the most beef with. You know, like... And there's still unresolved bad guys in that campaign. Yeah. Um, who just exist in the world, yeah. you know? Yeah. Who haven't directly come into, like, a clash with the players yeah. or whatever. And, you know... I've... I guess in that respect, as a DM, if we take it back to the breadcrumbs analogy, I've laid out ten different paths of breadcrumbs. Um, and I'm not angry that they've not taken uh, nine of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? that, that's why it comes back to what we talked about at the beginning. Prepping too much. You know? Yeah, yeah. If, if you don't get frustrated when your players don't follow the breadcrumbs that you think they should follow. Player choice is there. Yeah, you've got to be ready to into it. roll with it, you know? physically sometimes with dice <laughs> um, let's talk improv okay um, we had a question on, on Instagram I think how often do you improv mm. or did you mention this one sorry yeah I think I mentioned this one earlier yeah, yeah. I mean isn't the answer all Always. the fucking time yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's 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 the, that's that's why I like being a DM more than I like being a player yeah, because I get to talk more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think it keeps you on your toes. It keeps you on your toes. That's what I love about D and D is I really enjoy DMing because um, you, as a player, you get to really drill down into one character. You get to build that story of that one character. Mm. But as a DM, I get to facilitate those characters moving forward. Um, I improv. A shitload. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I maybe have the skeleton of like what I'm going to improv about. I think I took a piece of advice from you, uh, and it's been the most useful advice yeah. I've ever had as a both a player and a DM, and that's the motivation point yeah. that you said earlier. If you have motivation, you have your improv. You know, you, you, you might have other things planned, like a voice, a name, but there's not true substance to those things. When you have motivation, somebody comes up to you and says, like, oh, I'd like to buy that. You look at the motivation and you can automatically think, without planning it, would they want to sell that? Yeah. Would it, would it get them towards their goal? Would it yeah. not? 
And then, yeah, your improv is... You still have to think. Yeah, of course. But your improv is... It's kind of laid out a little bit for you, so it's not as hard, and you don't have to turn around and go, uh... Yeah, right. And you'll have those moments. Of, the, yeah, of course you will. always have those moments. Of course you will, yeah. That's one of the, the most fun things. That's why I like the, the motivation and maybe some bullet points of what might be going... Like in a town, all I'll have is, like, a bullet point list of a few key things... And then I'll see what the players interact with, and from mm. there I will improv it. And then I sometimes the players will go completely off piece, and you have to just completely wing it. But sometimes you'll be like, okay, yeah, actually, the motivation of these two, you know, leaders in the town, they they both really do want the the town to succeed and do the right thing, but they just kind of want to do it in slightly different ways, mm. you know. Or it might be that you know your villain is. Your villain, if your villain is trying to, what your villain is trying to do in that moment might be escape. If your villain's defining factor in that thing is just going to bug out, mm. just throw things in the party's way, mm. right? Or maybe your part, your, maybe the motivation, um, you know, yeah, dr- drilling it down. I'm going to just leave that one a bit. The uh, but yeah, if, if you if you have the the motivation, you've got a, you've got a key. Fulcrum to, to to compare it to. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you're if you're ever lost, as it were, with your with your plot or what you should do next, you can go, okay, this character would behave this way. Mm. That's what they're like. That's what they want to achieve. And really, you don't need to know everything about a character you're, that you're DMing because you don't need that much depth. Mm. You mm. just need to go, okay, yeah, him, he wants money. He wants to get a lot of money. Mm. That's why he's been robbing everybody. Yeah. Doesn't. But is his life more valuable than his money? You know. Yeah, it sorts out some behaviours, and it also sorts out things like you know, what questions are they going to ask? You know, like yeah. uh, how are they going to go about their business in day to day life? If people ask about them from like a, you know, a separate perspective, like mm-hmm. oh, what do you think of Johnny? In the village, and they'll say, "Oh, yeah, he's a bit, he's a bit dodgy, and like, you know, he used to steal a lot when he was younger, and blah blah blah." You don't need to plan that. You're improving, but it's it all goes back to that one word motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to make a point of then? Um, any advice for improv? Oh, that's an interesting one. Because again, the classic yeah. one, mm. again, I've never been to an improv class, but everyone just uses the phrase, yes and. Right? Mm. So it's, if you offer a dead end in, like, roleplay as an example, that doesn't include the and element of yes and, mm. that can be difficult for roleplay for other players. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's the, I think that the main guiding focus, I think yes and is basically, is pretty much, on the money, really, but mm. I think it's a. It's, it, but you don't have to always say yes. No, yeah, yeah. it can be no and. Response and. <laughs> and the, the and is the important part yeah, of that yeah, yeah. because it can be because because you have to offer a way forward. Yeah. If if somebody turns to you with an idea, and you just say no or just yes, yeah, you know, okay, good, but. But now what? Yeah. When? Yeah. What is? The, what's the consequences? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the that's the important part. Like you go, you go. Okay, yeah. We've got this, um, this. Um, I'm bribing this guard, so we can get into this prison. I've bribed the guard. I'm in the prison. Okay, I've given the money to the guard. What does the guard want to do? Mm. Does the guard is the guard actually a crooked guard who wants to? will take the money and just turn them in. They, offer, they tried to offer me a bribe, you know? 
th this comes back to your motivation. You mm -hmm. know, you've got your your improv. If you if you if you factor in yes and with knowing the the reasoning behind your characters as a DM, then you know where you're going. Mm -hmm. You can if the, the the road in front of you is isn't isn't uncharted, but you can it is uncharted, but you know that. Um, you've got a compass, as it were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can be like, if, if a player, and I think that's important because if a player um, asks you something that you haven't prepared, um, and in, in an improv sense, you know, throws a curveball at you, perhaps, you know, I want to go. I really need to go get some potions in this town, and mm. you haven't planned a shop, mm. but actually, you know, it's a big enough town. They probably do have a potion shop. Mm. Now you go, okay, yeah. There's a potion shop in this town, and I think that's why in, uh, you can be lazy as well. Like you, you can have a, a merchant chain where everybody who runs it, weirdly enough, looks kind of the same, has slightly different mustaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to potions <laughs> Rose and it's yeah. like, oh, there's a potions Rose in yeah. the other city. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and and it's always the same guy running it, but he has a different name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny because I literally before I've had that advice. I do that in my campaign. There's like a delivery service, like a, a, you know, Royal Mail, essentially, if you're in the UK. Royal Mail is a postal service. And um, it's called Deliver Roy. Um, oh my God, I love it. And the guy who works there is called Roy. Yeah. When you go to the next town, it's Deliver Ray. And the guy who's inside is called Ray. Yeah. And like, basically, it's Deliver hyphen any name starting with R. And whatever city you're in, you know it's a post office. Yeah. And the guys in my campaign do use post and like for various different reasons. Yeah. And yeah, you go inside and it's always a different person who yeah. kind of is similar, but you already know their name before you walk in the door because it's like deliver Rachel. Oh my god, <laughs> you yeah, know what it's I mean? so, so good. So good. Um, yeah, and, I, I even got lazy with that. I, I I started off trying to come up with different people, but then I was just like, you know what? It is just the same guy. Yeah, yeah. It is just the same guy, yeah. and you know him. He's called Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie's, it was like Ernie's Epic Emporium or something <laughs> stupid. 